Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They were the ones that always saw my weight as an open topic of discussion all the time. I have been with guys that have seen me as like a project that they can work on and make me smaller. Majority of guys have actually, that I've actually been with, that's actually for sure. Hi there, and welcome to the Nasty Woman Club, the sex edition. For my last two episodes of this season, I'll be looking at the confusing, sometimes aggravating world of dating, because a topic highly connected with sex is, of course, dating. Now, since that is such a broad topic, I'll be breaking it down into two episodes. Next week for the final episode, I'll be looking at sex and dating during COVID-19 lockdowns. Today, however, I'll be looking at something that's very close to my heart. What's it like being plus size in the dating world? This was a topic I really wanted to talk about in this mini-series because this is something I have struggled with ever since I went on my first date at 15 years old. I have always been a bigger girl and I have always felt like my body was a topic uninvitedly open for discussion with the men I've spoken to on Tinder, the men I've gone on dates with, been in relationships with, or just slept with. My body has just been always an open book for discussion for them. So on today's episode, myself and another woman will be sharing our stories on what it's like being in the dating world and being plus size. But before we do all that, I think it's best I bring in the expert to discuss how body image affects sex and dating. This is award-winning sex therapist and relationship specialist, Chantal Oten. I think that for a lot of of women they get taught that pleasure is for them and I think that that contributes to their anxiety because they believe that they are meant to be there to provide pleasure for their partners as opposed to it being an interactive erotic session between you know two or more people I really also believe that we have been inundated as we're growing up with messages about how we're meant to look and what is sexy and what is not really sexy. And I think that all of that is inaccurate, what we have received, because we see, you know, white females that are slim and full of energy and with bright eyes and, you know, beautiful skin. And that's what we're expected to aspire to. And I don't think that that is the, well, it's not the reality, first of all, but it's also something that isolates a lot of people and makes them feel not good enough um, and lonely in their bodies. And like they're unable to find the right support or even the right partner to love them for who they are. So I think media has a really, really um, strong influence on that and I hope that that's changing now that we can see on social media some body positive movement and I think that we also just need to recognize that we are 
like snowflakes. We're all individual. Our bodies are individualized. They're perfect for what they are. As long as they're, you know, strong and they're holding us and we're able to feel good in them, then that is the main thing. Now, I'm going to be very honest here. Sorry to anyone that personally knows me that's going to hear these details. As a plus-size woman, there are numerous things I worry about when I'm having sex, in particular with a new guy. Now, already for anyone of any size, having sex with a new person can be nerve-wracking, exciting, scary. I mean, come on, you're seeing someone naked and they're seeing you're naked for the first time. You're at your most vulnerable. Because of my size and my weight, there are particular things I worry about when I'm about to have sex with someone. Actually, regardless if there's someone I've slept with before or not. I think, are they going to judge me for my roles? If I'm on top, will they see my double chin and see my belly jiggle? Will they judge me if I get tired being on top? Will they judge me if I get sweaty really easy and need to put on a fan or the aircon? What will they think when I get sore knees really quickly and can't move around too much? Will they judge me if I need to get a bottle of water because I'm huffing and puffing too much? If they are holding onto my belly during sex, are they disgusted in it? Are they liking it? And most commonly, dear God, I hope I do not break the bed or this chair or this table because the person I'm having sex with will obviously think it's not because we had rough sex that this thing broke, but it's because I'm fat. And I'm certain, and hoping at the same time, I'm not the only woman, or man in fact, that has had these thoughts during sex. And when these thoughts are in your head, it affects your confidence in the bedroom. You feel shit. You don't feel like flaunting your body. You don't feel proud of your body. So how do you have sex without worrying about your body? I think that it's about finding a partner, first of all, that appreciates you and the amazing body that you have. I have never been plus size, so I do understand that my knowledge is only coming from working with people that would have challenges in this area. I really believe that, A, we need to work around positive communication between you and your sexual partner and finding out what works. Don't focus on what you can't do, focus on what you can do. I also think that you need to get some toys into the mix. So Love Honey Australia has some really great toys that are used to help with flexibility and with maybe impairment in terms of difficulty with movement. So there's wedges to go underneath the hips to prop them up. There are different types of slings. There's also some fun stuff that you can get into around kink and BDSM that will also help with this topic. I also think that they have some really great blogs around being plus size and navigating eroticism. They have also lingerie that is up to, I think, size 24 or higher. I'll check that one, but they have a full range of amazing lingerie that literally looks incredible. I have um, a few friends that are plus size and staff members, and they have uh, utilized these and shown me, and they just look absolutely amazing and feel really confident as well. I think that lingerie is something that can really boost your confidence. But I think we might as well just get into having fun, and I think toys are a really great way of doing that. So a good clitoral simulator, nipple clamps, you know, internal G-spot vibrators, they're all really wonderful ways 
of navigating sexuality and eroticism when you are plus size. And you're going to be feeling pleasure if you're using them as well. So you don't have to forfeit your pleasure just because you're a little bit impaired in terms of movement. I definitely have many stories to tell when it comes to sex and body image issues due to personal experience. But I also wanted to bring someone else on the show and hear their point of view. This is Joe. She is a single mum and she herself has had issues in the online dating world based on being plus size. From men that see women being fat as a fetish to men that unmatch women based on their weight. The online dating world is tough. This is Joe. When I was 17, I met my ex-partner and we were together for 14 years. So I haven't actually been single as an adult until last year. So thrown into the world of like online dating and that sort of stuff um, because I had no idea how to meet people or anything like that. Also being a single mum, it's hard to, you know, get out and go out and meet people. So I found that dating online was um, probably the easiest way for me to do it. Also, in like I guess in regards to sex, because I'd only really been with the one partner, I wasn't sure what the norm is, you know, um, especially in regards to dating, because um, people I've spoken to, they tend to like hook up on the first date, and I'm like, is that what you're supposed to do now? Like, is that, you know, try before you even buy or even think about buying or mm. that sort of thing. So I do have a very, I guess, unique dating experience as opposed to other people. I was actually always curious about Tinder because I'd heard about it, but I didn't even know what, like, the app or the interface looked like because I'd never used it. And when I was with my partner, I didn't want to download it, have a look, because I didn't want him to think I was looking elsewhere. But, yeah, so I was on there, but I had no idea what to write about myself. I didn't really know what was, I guess, marketable. I knew that being um, a bigger girl that I'd have to, I guess, show my personality a bit more than others would um even now I've been on there about oh, a little bit over six months but I mean even now I'm finding oh, it'll say that um oh you've got a match and then I'll look at it and then they've already unmatched me before I can see who it was so that's bugging me at the moment I'm like well what's the point of swiping right if you're not interested when I first started I only had um like nice photos of my face and stuff like that as bigger girls tend to do or nice angles and I went on a date with somebody and it was quite an awkward date and then at the end he sent me a message afterwards and saying something like oh I didn't know you were bigger so that kind of ended it there so then I started to upload photos of my uh, like full-length photos and then I thought well you know if people have got a problem with my size they can see what I look like they're not I'm not hiding it as this other guy thought that I was and uh, I have been told that I do look like my photos so I don't have like filters or anything on that I don't want to make myself more unrealistic than if that makes sense yeah no I get what you mean yeah that's just crazy though that someone's weight or their body size has to be something that you hide like you know like how there's um people that get catfish and stuff like that but but you never just seems odd that that's at the same level of you know quote-unquote catfishing kind of thing well I change my hair color a lot too so I've got quite a few photos of me with different colored hair because I do look different Mm -hmm. um so I've got like six to ten photos on there all different angles, full lengths, so people can make up their mind. I'm trying to be as authentic as I can online. I have noticed on sites where you can chat first, like plenty of fish, um, I'm not sure if people think that because I'm bigger that that means I'm 
more desperate or that I'm more easy. Um, I do have like a whole screenshot, a whole folder full of screenshots of people being so upfront and forward before even saying hello. I'm not sure if that's something that other women also get. I've also run into a couple of people that focus on my body size and one person I found out, I'm starting to think he's got like a fetish for bigger women just from some of the things he's been saying and that does make me feel uncomfortable but I'm also curious as to that as well. So what kind of things has he said that makes you think he might have a fetish for women that Um, are bigger? Well, I mean, they always ask if I've got big boobs. A lot of them ask about my bum as well which, I mean, may not necessarily be about plus-size girls' problem. I think they do ask that for other women as well. But this gentleman was asking me, like, how much I weighed. Um, uh, I have lost a lot of weight since, so when I told him my current weight, he was like, oh, okay, I've been with bigger. He's asking me stuff like if I've ever broken things, like a chair or something like that, and I'm like, um, okay. Uh, what else has he been asking me? Yeah, it, it focuses on weight. Um, he asked me if I would sleep with him on a pr- on a vintage pram that he had in the hopes that it would break. Weird. I wow. Know. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, at first I thought he might be a feeder, which I didn't want to have anything to do with because I've worked so hard to lose weight. But now I'm starting to think it's more just a bigger girl fetish because it's not actually – oh, he has made comments about like – um, I have him on Snapchat, so one time I made this really nice dinner, so I put it on my story, and he asked me something like, oh, how much of that did you eat, and stuff like that, so it just makes me uncomfortable, it's like, oh, yeah, but that's the only person I've encountered that's been at that level. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, I'm 100% certain that Joe isn't the only one that has had controversial, interesting, terrible experiences on online dating platforms. Back in the day when I was single and on Tinder, I received a message from a man, a certain gentleman, that was the epitome of fat phobia. And I actually have it screenshotted on my computer, and this was from God, like three, four years ago. His name was Brandon. And yes, I'm going to announce his name because what he said was horrible and it ruined me for a good week or two back when I was in uni. The first message he sent to me was him asking me if I could give him a blowjob. No hellos, nothing like that, just a blowjob. (laughs) Because, you know, who needs to say hello first before you ask someone to have their mouth around your penis? And I said no. And his response was... Oh well, the idea of fat chicks giving good head shall always be a myth. (laughs) Oh, the other thing is when I got that message several years ago when I was in uni, I cried so much. He made me so sad. I felt so shit. So my response was, was just fuck you. 
I wish I came up with something a bit more articulate and just pulled him down to the level that he was at, but no, I didn't. I'm terrible at confrontations. So when I said he fuck you and he was an asshole, his response was, I don't get why you think I am. Are you self-conscious? Putting out one's body figure shouldn't be taken as an insult. <gasps> Excuse me? So I said, you literally just called me fat two minutes ago. And then his response was, are you not fat? Or do you girls refer to yourselves as curvy these days? So I'm reading, so I'm going through these screenshots as I'm recording this. So this part's a little bit jumpy, but I'm reading through this and I did have a good comeback for once. I never have good comebacks. Normally I come up with good comebacks when I'm in the shower three hours later and I'm arguing with myself or arguing with the shampoo and the conditioner bottle. So I responded after he said that I call myself curvy instead of fat. Anyway, so my comeback to um, one of his comments was, oh, now I get it. You make girls feel self-conscious about themselves because you actually are self-conscious about something with your body and need to feel superior. Let me guess, you got a little stumpy there. And his comment back was, my body was gifted with great genetics. So again, nothing you say will affect me and all you've got to go on is my looks. So I can't be offended. Oh, and the fact that I'm a complete dickhead, but I know that. Okay, Brandon. Oh my god. Uh, and he said, I was simply saying you had fat on you. Okay, calling someone fat is not saying that you have fat on them. We all have fat on us. Calling someone fat does not mean you're just stating that they have fat on their body. I sound like I had an accent then. They don't. Anyway. <laughs> He said, maybe you should change your lifestyle choices. If not, don't take observations to heart. Oh, these are so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, I just, again, terrible comebacks. I was just, like, calling him asshole. I wish I had better comebacks. And he said... Don't worry, I'm only doing this for my own humour. It's currently entertaining my boredom. Then I shall screenshot the funny parts and put them on group chat. Well, so yes, Brandon, I will always remember this message, these messages that you sent me, because that made me feel shit for weeks. Firstly, you mansplaining to me what it means to call someone fat and how it actually isn't being mean and how it isn't degrading calling someone fat. That is just pointing out that you have fat in your body. So Brandon, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well with the tiny little stump. Because obviously you have one. If that's why, you have to bring down other fabulous women online. So dear Brandon, who called himself a laid back type of bloke, oh fuck you. So that's my little rant about one particular guy that made fun of my weight when I used to be on Tinder. I have received several other messages about my weight by complete strangers when I was in the dating world, but I think what really hurt me the most, more than bloody Brandon, <laughs> more than that was guys I've dated, I've slept with, hooked up with, whatever, and they were the ones that always saw my weight as an open topic of discussion all the time. I have been with guys that have seen me as like a project that they can work on and make me smaller. 
majority of guys have actually, that I've actually been with, that's actually for sure. So um, they trained me, get me on certain diets, or if I am training, they said that I'm training wrong, if I want to lose weight. When I used to go to the gym, I used to love using weights. I miss, I miss that. I should get back into it. But I used to love doing squats and just heavy weights. And I remember a guy I was sleeping with said, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't be doing that. You should be running all the time because that's the only way you're going to lose weight if you do cardio. And I had never even discussed with him that I was trying to lose weight. I was just going to the gym because it was fun and it made my booty look good. So, yeah. And then he said, like, oh, no, 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 you should be doing cardio. It's just like, I don't like cardio, though. And I never told you I was trying to lose weight. You fuck with. <laughs> um, what else has um, the guys I've dated or slept with have said to me about my weight? Oh, the worst of them all. Oh, the worst of them all. I'm not going to call this guy out because he knows who he is. But there was this guy, um, him and I were going to join a gym together. And he said that I should starve myself in order to lose weight. After I had just said to him, when I was younger, I restricted myself a lot in eating, and that almost led me to having an eating disorder. Huh. And he said, Oh, fuck it, just, oh, who cares if you starve yourself? Like, huh? I was so pissed that day, so fucking pissed. Yeah. The worst thing is that I allowed myself to keep going back again and again and again to these guys that would just treat my body as if it was like a little work in progress. But it's shit. It's really, really shit being plus size and being considered that you're always a before shot. Like, it's just frustrating because there's been men that, actually boys, I'm just going to call them boys because a lot of them are just boys that don't deserve to be called men. They will say, oh, I love your body, I love how you are, and then next minute it'll be, oh, do this to lose weight. And I've never mentioned it in my life that I wanted to, I never mentioned it to them I wanted to lose weight. So yeah. That's why, I want, that's why I wanted to put this episode together about this particular topic, because it's something that means a lot to me, that has impacted me for the past eight, nine years. When it comes to sex, when it comes to dating... My body, how I see my body, and how my body actually is, is just always involved, and it's tiring, really, really tiring. And I hope by putting together this episode, more people can realize that they're not alone. They're not alone in the in the continuous frustration of your body just always being a topic that everyone just wants to talk about when when you never brought it up yourself. <sighs> So I hope that me putting together this episode about this topic that I've just always wanted to speak about, I hope that there are people out there that can connect to this, that can relate to this, and I hope maybe this has helped someone. I really hope so. It's definitely helped me releasing all this (laughs) anger and ranting about it, that's for sure. But yeah, I hope this has helped someone, and um, that's the best I can say there. So to finish off this episode, I thought I would conclude with the one and only Chantelle Oten and have her say the best advice on how to separate your body image issues from sex and just be comfortable in your body when it comes to dating and sex. It's not really 
about what you look like in the bedroom. It's about what confidence you bring. And confidence isn't something that we're born with. It's something that we really have to create. And that takes time and energy and resources and support. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club. And thank you so much for listening to me rant about my past dating experiences. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and give a review. Every little bit helps the show and also the media platform of the Nasty Woman Club. Next week is the final episode of the mini series, the sex edition. And next week I'll be looking at dating and sex during a COVID-19 lockdown. If you want more stories on women empowerment and intersectional feminism, make sure you head on over to the Nasty Woman Club Facebook and Instagram pages. Also the Nasty Woman Club website, thenastywomanclub.com. I am your host, Demi Lynch, and I'll see you all next week for another episode of the Nasty Woman Club, the sex edition. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.